Blog Talk Radio. This is Saida Garrett, and I'm tuned in to Intro to Info with my girl, Makisha. You are listening to Intro to Info with your host, Makisha from D.C. That's me, open-minded, business-minded, spiritual, a little hood, and very nerdy and down-to-earth. And queen of hearts from Florida. She's so ladylike, family-oriented, quick-witted, and a real pillar in her community. On our platform, we discuss anything imaginable, but we talk a lot of pop culture, current events, and speak on our personal life experiences. We interview fantastic guests with unique stories, and Lord knows we just have organic fun. And check this out. If you want to join in on the fun, call in at 515-605-9376. We are live on Saturdays from 9 to 10 p.m. EST on the J. King Network. If you are an info for info, tune in to Intro to Info. Welcome to today's episode of Intro to Info. I'm your host, Makisha, broadcasting live from the Washington, D.C. area. I'm so glad that you can join us, whether you're listening live or via the archive podcast. Your listenership is very much appreciated. We're right here every Saturday, 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the J. King Network. This network is comprised of some fantastic shows. I see some new ones have been added, so I'm looking forward to listening and seeing what these new hosts have to converse about. Um, And if you think that you have what it takes to be a radio host, I implore you to consider being a a radio host. And that radio doesn't always have to uh, entail going, doing a podcast route, right, or doing a video route, because that was something that was presented to myself and Queen of Hearts. And we did it for a few weeks. But if you're going to do that, of course, you have to present Physically, right? Because right now I'm sitting here in a bonnet, my pajamas, my um, sleep shoes. But when you go and do the video portion of it, it's a whole nother animal because you have to prepare for the show, you have to sound good, and then you have to look presentable. Radio, if you look good, great. If not, you can just do whatever. But as long as the show has quality content, that's the most important thing. So, again, if you feel like you have um, great, like, discussion skills and conversation skills, you feel like you can bring on some wonderful guests, get you a platform like Blog Talk Radio is a great one. For example, if you want to go to podcast route, you can go to YouTube. Um, You can put your shows on platforms such as Spreaker, Spotify. It, it really has become a craze. And the other part that's interesting is I started – my show just before it became popular and it's important to watch trajectories because if you can see something growing in popularity you want to get on it at that time just before it gets super popular and even saturated because that's how you'll know that you were in on it before everybody jumped on now people are tired of people with microphones right they're like okay it's, it's too saturated now but we started this 11 years ago linkedin told me but i love it um 
some people are better at it than others, but it's a great way to network secretly. This doing this is underestimated in the sense of networking because I have met some fantastic people who have stayed in my role that since they've been on the show. Uh, we have had repeat offenders on the show. We have had people who have turned into friends who it just started out as, hey, can you be a guest on the show? So that is one way um, that having a radio show where you invite guests on is underestimated. Building your Rolodex. These people stay with you. You have to remember, you're spending hour with, with, this, with this person, so they're not going to forget you. They're not going to forget the way that you dialogue, you know, the, way, uh, the ways in which you prepare for the show and the time spent. So that's where um, I really encourage people, if they, if they want to um, start a show, how it will benefit you in addition to just having the platform, right? So do that. Happy New Year, everybody. I want to tell everybody Happy New Year. Uh, this is the first month of 2024. Hope you have a prosperous and fantastic year. Um, this this show we're going to do, this current events and some fun subjects. Some of the co-hosts will be hopping on momentarily. But um, I hope that in the terms of the way that you want to prosper and fulfill and just have your aspirations met. I hope that this is a fantastic year for you. Um, it's in in the a sense of a New Year's resolutions. You know, it's it's great to make them, but it's better to keep them. We were talking earlier, my grandmother and myself. She said, "What are your resolutions?" I said, "Grandma, I don't have any because whenever in the year I see something and I want to resolve, right." I do it right then and there where I try to, and you take baby steps. Everybody's on the bandwagon right now of a New Year's resolution, and it's not really the best time to do it because it's just, again, it's a fad that goes away. Like mid-February, these resolutions are oftentimes, and I'm not being pessimistic, but these resolutions are often falling to the wayside, and people are on to the next thing, Valentine's Day, and this stuff just goes in a cycle. So a lot of people were saying that it's, actually better to make New Year's resolutions in warmer weather months, spring and summer, because that's like the better, more ideal time to work out because you can go outside or you can go to the gym. I was like, oh, that's, that's a great idea. Shout out to uh, Zach Boog. He was the one who said that. I saw that on his Instagram. And then this my point, I think, in all of this is jumping on fads is kind of dangerous because fads go away, right? And so it's better to start stuff when you feel the spirit moves you to as opposed to just doing it when everybody else does it. The same thing I said about the podcast and stuff. Now millions of people have podcasts, but before it wasn't a saturated market. But right now everybody and their mother is doing one. So, I mean, this has just been my personal uh, best way of handling things, not doing it when everybody else is doing it. I've always been a person who went against the grain. Being your authentic self is like, the best way to go overall, as opposed to following behind people. The world is comprised of 80% followers and 20% leaders. And I knew from young that I did not want to be in the demographic of followers because I, that just wasn't me. And some and most people do that because it's just easier to be a follower and it's easier to do what everybody else is doing and comply and and blend in and you know be in the in the in crowd. 
But I, I mean, I took it to another level. I was, I was, I was like, I, I'm already different, right? By default. So I'm going to take it to the next level and just stay different. I'm not going to be complicit to the, the trends and be my authentic self. And and that has served me. And so may it do the same thing for you. These trends and stuff, they come and go. So I wouldn't waste my time with it unless you just were serious about it. And you said to yourself, like you made a, a promise to yourself. You say right now I'm going to stay with whatever resolutions I make um, and, you know, come January, February, March, the whole year, and even beyond, right? And so, you know, do what works for you, though. You can do what works for you. That, that That's my my conclusion. All I know is the, the, the things that I kind of see and the trends that I see and the patterns that I see. People operate in patterns in general, and we have a lot of the same like traits, and we're a lot more alike than we are different. So when you see, like, a whole bunch of people who are doing things similarly and having outcomes that they don't wish for, you can kind of predict, you know, what's going to happen next because, again, we're uh, we're a lot more alike than we are different. So happy new year. Happy, happy new year. Um, I just I was reading on this uh, app called Show of Hands, and the, one of the questions was because it's a it's a app full of like polls. They ask you questions and they want your thoughts. So one of the questions was, do you think this country is going in the right direction or the wrong direction? And I found that to be a profound question. I said, Wow, okay, okay. And I can't even lie my knee-jerk response was the wrong direction, the wrong direction. And I kind of hate to say that, but it's the way that I feel. The writing is on the wall. We're in a lot of debt. Uh, these prospects for the next presidential election are something else. They're full of Republicans. Trump is really in the lead. Okay, and the one who's in the lead doesn't even attend the debate. The one who is in the lead has not even put his picture on the wall in the White House. I was just there. He has nothing that the other presidents have done in the past historically. He is not complicit to the rules, and if he is in the lead right now. Okay, so I'll, I'll say that. And just in terms of the way that the country, I think that, our leadership is, is making strides, but as a whole, by and large, we have much to work on, much to improve on. We are focusing so much on other countries and their needs, and charity begins at home, and I don't think that we're using that old adage for our matters here in the United States, and that's just honest. I don't like to watch the news because it's a reminder of this, if there's so much crime, there's so much sickness that the flu is uptick. It's an uptick in RSV and the flu and COVID-19 and variants of COVID-19. And you know, when you go to the doctors, they push off on you. Oh, um, you want to get your flu flu shot? You want to get your? They push it. They like it's almost marketing, like trying to sell it to you. And I understand it on the one hand because they're trying to cut down on the sickness. 
But there's also an agenda behind that where these hospitals and these doctors and these administrators make money from us getting these flu shots and, and, and COVID vaccines and stuff. So it's usually an agenda attached when they are so passive aggressive or even forceful when they want us to get these shots and things like that. This this is interesting the way that it works. But we're just gonna take it one day one day at a time. It's intro to info, I'm your host, Makisha.
take a minute and just think about it. Just think about it, think about it, yeah. Yeah, we're 
last time that I checked. It was five chains on my neck. It was no smut on my rep. Last time that I checked. I was selling zones in the set. Make a quarter mil, no sweat. Last time that I checked. I'm the streets voice out west. Legendary self-made progress. Last time that I checked. First you get the money, the respect, and the power in the hoes come next. Last time that I checked. I've been self-made from the dribble. I was been saying I'm a killer. Nah. Playing no games with you niggas, pop clutch, switch lanes on you niggas. Duh. I laid down the game for you niggas, taught you how to charge more than what they paid for you niggas. On the whole thing for you niggas, reinvest, double up, then explain for you niggas, it gotta be love. Run the city, it gotta be cut. For the pieces, I took off the Monopoly board. Hey, y'all niggas, false claims, it gotta be fraud. Just keep the hood about your mouth and you gotta be charged. I doubled up, tripled up, nigga, what? Bang on the whole game, I ain't give a fuck. Body trippin', had no business, got my digits up And when I drop, you know I'm about to fuck Last time that I checked, it was five chains on my neck It was no smut on my rep, last time that I checked I was selling zones in the set Make a quarter mil, no sweat, last time that I checked I'm the streets, voice out west Legendary self-made progress, last time that I checked First you get the money, the respect And the power in the hoes come next Last time that I checked, no fly No cosign, I ain't need radio to do mine I done fine, ain't I? Take my time and take my tribe Every level that I cross in this game Like state lines, it was visionary Either I'm genius or you niggas scary Maybe it's both in this balance I deliver daily For every nigga in these streets Try and feed the babies the Single mamas working hard not to miss a payment And dirty money get washed on rugby statements Black owners in this game are powerful racist Young niggas in the set just doing it makeshift Out the garage, that's how you end up in charge That's how you end up in penthouses End up in cars, that's how you start off a curse Start end up a boss, that's how you win the whole thing And lift up a cigar with sweat Tripping down your face, cause the mission was hard That's all that I checked, it was five chains on my neck It was no smut on my rep, last time that I checked I was selling zones in the set Make a quarter mil, no sweat, last time that I checked I'm the streets, voice out west, legendary self-made progress, last time that I checked. First you get the money, the respect, and the power in the hoes come next, last time that I checked. I got the front and in the back, we on the way and that's a fact, this real, this ain't rap, where everybody wanna act pro-black. The last lie you heard, this ain't that, just that, I didn't, made it out the gutter shit, nip told you fuck the middleman, I told you fuck a bitch, fuck wearing they clothes, I wear my own shit. Y'all get on y'all label, I on my own, bitch, ain't me. I remember all that game you throw me. Don't fuck around and get played by the label owners. Talk that shit to these niggas, Adrian Broner. But secure the window, don't let the game open. Cause when it's game over, it's when the game over. And all they do is play the game till it's game over. And you be giving game like a big brother. Mission never let them take it from us. Last time that I checked, it was five chains on my neck. It was no smut on my rep, last time that I checked. I was selling zones in the set. Make a quarter mil, no sweat, last time that I checked. I'm the streets, voice out west. Legendary self-made progress, last time that I checked. First you get the money, the respect, and the power in the hoes come next, last time that I Hope you enjoyed that musical break. Hope you enjoyed the musical break. Your favorite co-host, Nick, has joined us. Nick, I'm going to take you off mute. We're going to hit the ground running. Hey, 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 hey,
everybody. Happy New Year. This is my girl, Queen What's up? What is up, me? Girl, you know me. Staying busy, busy, busy. Oh, absolutely. I know. I'm already hip. And, you know, we're going to do current events today. I've already started at the top of the hour, did a little musical break. I wanted to do the what's happening this week alongside you guys. So let's talk about it. I want to know your thoughts. I don't know if you saw the interview Shannon Sharp did with Cat Williams, but really quick, I'm going to read you what somebody summed it up with saying. They called this interview open, honest, unapologetic, authentic, real, eye-opening, and this person said that Cat is very smart and intelligent. Um, he he's oh he's uh, just he told stuff that he said before pretty much. And what I like about him is that he's so calculated. He's very much a Virgo. The people who spoke on his name first, he just responded, and it wasn't in such a way where it was cute. It was just the brutal truth how he felt. You know, from the digs that he took to um, even going overboard with some stuff, so, uh, specifically speaking about Ludacris's wife and things like that. But he uh, was just honest from the get go. Now, did you see the interview? I did. Oh, there you are. IG, where he was, okay. you know, basically speaking his mind. Can you hear me better now? I saw a couple clips yeah. on IG where he was speaking his mind, and I was like, wait a minute, hold on, am I missing? You know, so if they came at him first, then freedom of speech, he had every right to go back in and basically, you know, say his case, say his claim. Yeah, especially the uh, the fellow comedians. And I remember those interviews because I watch a lot of interviews just for the information and to know the, them as people. And he's right. You know, Ricky Smiley did mention him first. You know, Cedric did mention him first. And then a the whole stuff with Mr. Cooper, who was Mark Curry, that is. Mark Curry's been saying that Steve Harvey stole a lot of his jokes and his ideas and that the premise of Steve Harvey's show that used to come on television was the same premise of hanging with Mr. Cooper, and a lot of people are agreeing with that. He said he stole that. He said he stole some jokes. And then Cat Williams said that Cedric the Entertainer stole one of his jokes. So it was a lot of things said that ruffled a lot of feathers. And and a lot of these comedians, and even Ludacris, had their responses, which they have every right to. But just like a lot of people in the comments are saying, one thing that people are not saying that Cat Williams was doing was lying. They were saying, you know, they had their back and forth, but they're not saying that he is lying. So that's interesting. And this, I looked at it. He has several million views. And this interview just came out the beginning of this week. So shout out to uh, Shannon Sharp and his his um show because that's going to bring his ratings up and people will continue to watch him. Now the other part to this, Meek, is that Cat Williams is on tour. 
And some people are saying that he did all of that speaking on other people to make sure that his sales would go up because his sales before the, the interview were just lukewarm. So that's something to be argued too. But he said he he doesn't he doesn't do stuff for for sales. So what do you say to that? Do you do you think that he's telling the truth there? So different than everybody else. I mean, Chris Rock did that match with Will Smith. After that, his during comedy show was sold out, and you know, people go around acting like they breaking up, like they say Cardi B and Austin now saying that they split up, and that's just a little stunt. So I mean, if that's what he got to do to level up, then do what you got to do to level up. If they're saying that what he is presenting and talking about. They don't want to argue against that and say he's not in the role. Okay, so then what's the big deal? You know, why people trying to make it out to be bigger than what it is? That's what I don't understand. Because a lot, because a lot of this is, <coughs> excuse me, um, he, it's the celebrity egos. Some of this, and then even Trick Daddy weighed in on it and called the and called a man a pussy and it. I mean, this it <laughs> is it's crazy. Um, that's tech. I mean, that's that's trick. That's trick for Sonny. Anyway, he gonna come at you like what? <laughs> that's a dirty South thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I forgot you, you um, had something with trick in the past. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. But listen, you know what? A lot of people they coming forth and they speaking up because there's so many people getting exposed too for their little dirt. So they like, wait a minute, let me go ahead and chime in why it's still hot, why it's still fresh on the press and state my side, you know, so people won't be thinking, you know what I'm saying? Because people think the, the worst before they think the best. So I, I understand why so many people are also coming back and, and chiming into what Cat Williams is saying. But I've mm-hmm. been, you know, when I went on social media, I kept strolling. I'm like, wait a minute, what's going on? Because everything I see, Cat Williams is this person talk about Cat Williams. You know, Guy, was it Guy Tory or his other brother? Which one um, that he mentioned? So Guy's the comedian. Yeah, Guy's the comedian. Joe is the actor. Okay, so it was, I think, one of, one of the Tory brothers had chimed in, and then I saw where uh, Ricky Smiley had to, I said, okay. Is he having another nut moment, Cat Williams, or he just basically speaking the truth? Because like, that man, he spent a lot of game, and most of it be true. You yeah. know, so yeah, yeah. They want to write and him off like he he he's crazy, and Cat ain't crazy. He on his. He know how to turn it on, and he know when to turn it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this was this was good. This was good. Thank you for this and. So, don't know what you know about the whole color purple uh, uh, drama, but uh, uh, huh? go to me. Uh, wait a minute. How is there drama already? Oh, so we gotta go. We gotta, but we we, we gotta regress because here comes to make it to me. We just got finished talking about Cat Williams, the very subject you want to talk about. We got we gotta hop back on yeah. because we were going we were going to the color purple. We were on a color purple train, but we gotta get off that train and get back on the um Cat Williams bus. Come on to me. How you doing? <laughs> Hello. Hello. How are you? <laughs> Let me say this. Uh. That video had what five hundred thousand views per hour. Okay. 
Um, yeah. My thing is this. I, you know, it's always three sides to every story. But out of all the rebuttals that have come out, no one mm-hmm. has said straight up, oh, he lying. <laughs> yeah. That's Not a saying. one. Um, yeah. Ice Cube has, you know, did his little damage control, um, clarifying things. <laughs> but <laughs> no one has said, man, he lying. He, I ain't never did that. And they ain't not a one. So, yeah. Happy New Year. Wait, Tamika, the part that I forgot, I know Neek would love to know this part, is that Cat Williams said, Harvey Weinstein offered to give him head in front of all his people. Mm-hmm. Now, I forgot that. that was, that's something that you can use. Since, yeah, especially since you didn't yeah. see the whole interview. That was said. Shame. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, a whole lot of people want to get exposed. Wait a minute. Where is this video at? Because I'm going to go ahead and like put it on the TV while we're on the air so I can play catch up. Because... <laughs> It's on YouTube. All two it's hours YouTube, and okay, 45 minutes. YouTube. <laughs> what is it? YouTube. Cat Williams. Inquiring minds want to know. They put Santa Shay Shay. Whatever it's called. Shay Shay. Club Shay Shay. Yeah, Club there you Shay-Shay. go. That, okay. Club that Shay-Shay. sounds real gay in itself, but okay. Jamaica. <laughs> huh? That sounds okay, gay. Yeah. Club Shay Shay. What? Yeah, that's a grown Let man. Let me tell you something. Let me. That's what I'm saying. That's very much a man. Ain't no, that, that is very much a man. Okay. He a whole horse. Stout. A horse. Yeah, Shannon Sharp. Okay, I'm gonna yeah. put the TV so we can see this. Club yeah, Shay Shay. Yeah, I got it, y'all. I got it. I'm gonna get up to see because I, <laughs> I've been in my own. Right on, and, right on the end. 
You know, that's what mm-hmm. I usually do. That's what the fellas tell me. You know what I'm saying? That's what the fellas be saying. Yeah. I get that right. Okay, okay baby. <laughs> you know? My hours are from, what's my hours from? Nine to five. Or is it eight to five? No, okay. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, wait. Yo, they say this thing is at 26 million views within the past three days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Oh, oh. He's dropping some tea, y'all. Let me go and get my cup. And then the more you, the more you keep watching, you be like, oh, like oh, like mm, okay. I'm putting it on mute. I'm putting it on mute. Keep in a hurry. Yeah, that's. See, Cam, you should have put the dag on link in the um, comments earlier this week, so Neek could have watched. You know, Neek being her own worst. Oh, I, I didn't know she had seen the yeah. yeah, I had to go you in got- on that. I saw, I kept saying snippets, and I was like, oh, no, I need to see the whole thing. Mm-mm. Yes, everybody knows your name. So, then he yeah, said, um, these um, fellas all have the same prototype of a wife. Would he say light-skinned, weird-looking face women or something like that, or, like, exotic-looking? Did he mention mm. Chris like I know he was implying uh, Marjorie Harvey and and in the in a lot of those other kind of, oh Kevin Hart's wife yeah so yeah they got the, they got the the meme with all the wives with them and all their wives they all look alike they do. and I don't know how ludicrous how ludicrous get ten million for that movie that who don't nobody know him like that get ten million for what movie for what the Fast and the Furious uh huh. Oh, I mean, see that list in that movie. He was a he a, he was okay. He was a rapper, but he wasn't no Jay Z. I mean, he all all part of the game. To me, good. You know, that's a matter of opinion. What you know? Some people's favorite rapper is Luda. I mean, that's fine. When you get on the floor, throw them bowls. When you get on the floor, throw them bowls. <laughs> and what's the, and what year that came out? You know what? Your son probably was he just... Has he has quietly built his net worth because he didn't hop on that Epstein train. Like, come on now. Ooh. Well, that's a, that's a train. Ooh, that's a... Yeah. A- <laughs> hey, to me, that bo- the, that um, booty Amtrak- hole train. What the? <sighs> I'm cringing. <laughs> I got out that industry. I got my church clothes ready for tomorrow. I'm going to church, Lord. I, I'm coming back. Back, Lord. I love you. Hey, yeah. I love Gray Gray too. Gray Gray is a very everybody. Everybody been to the Diddy party, okay? Girl, we been to the Diddy party. <laughs> I'm talking about did it and did it and did it party. <laughs> all them the booty hole lovers been to the party. Mm. Why you think Diddy was all in every video? Come on, take that, take that. <laughs> oh my gosh! And then they say he was out there giving away, giving out free syphilis and gonorrhea and all that other crap. I mean. Ooh. I don't know. I wasn't there, but little birdie told us. <laughs> so, I mean, at least, I, I'm, a, 
I would say at least it's curable. I mean, I'm going to say that. I mean, they, <laughs> they can't take a little, take a little curable. No, they're not. No, they're not. Those two are curable. No, they're not. Syphilis is not curable? Mm. Hey, Alexa. Hey, Alexa. Is syphilis curable, Alexa? Wait, you gotta Alexa. get the AI in there. <laughs> <laughs> Alexa, talk about something. Sorry, I didn't catch that. Can you repeat your number, girl? <laughs> Hold on, let me look it up. Let me look it up. You say syphilis. It's what of what? Syphilis, gonorrhea, herpes. She was out there giving away something for free. No, herpes yeah, is not curable. Herpes will live dormant in your body, um, yeah. even when you treat it. Syphilis yeah. will go away with antibiotics. Um, Thank you, Tam. Thank you, Dr. Herpes. That's where you get that shot mm-hmm. in the butt, right? <laughs> Ma'am, I don't know. I never had it. Sorry. I, I, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> I saw a movie where he said, go ahead and shoot me in the butt. When it was a toilet paper movie where one of the boys had got burnt, and he said, Hey, order that oh. shot. How to deliver it. <laughs> yeah, I think that might have been uh, something else. It wasn't herpes, though. No, not herpes. Yeah, but I'm saying like, like, like syphilis. I don't know. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That was a Tyler Perry movie, so you already know. Exactly. That Tyler Perry movie. He said, hey, hey, I'll call and have her order it and send it up here. <laughs> In the snow. <laughs> I hope you guys are enjoying yeah. this episode of Info, um, Tamika and uh, Nika very much so cutting up, and I have to, you know, bring Did them around because they're wild. Tyler Perry, yeah, been there too. He had the top or the bottom. You know, you got the ones at the bottom. They call them bottom. What do they call them? Bottoms in the ones. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, top the and the bottom. Tyler Perry is six something feet tall, child. He better not be on the on the uh, on the bottom. Tyler Perry is straight. Straight, straight what? Straight gay? What you mean? I had a resexual. He like what you got. You know what I'm saying? Shit. Where his wife at? I got receipts. I don't know if you got pictures of her. On that. The, hold on, Nick. If you had that empire, you don't need no daggone. You could have hoes. You could have a whole bunch of wives. Nobody need to be committed to no one person. You got all that money and leverage and stuff. I don't blame him for not being married. Have seven. No. So he you, was, he you know, is married. That man got married, one, what, how many years ago? He Did he have a son or something like that? What is, I don't he even had know. A, he had like a that. child. He had a beard. He had a child with oh a woman. God. He is not married to that lady. Right. My Look, friend from my school His personal chef, honey. No, ma'am. Uh, Alexa acted like she don't hear me, little dumb bitch. <laughs> what? <laughs> First of all, 
great job to the ensemble. It was a very great uh, adaptation of the musical, not the first movie, but the musical, <laughs> right? Or the play or whatever, whatever part of the music, whatever. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I saw it in the theaters with a whole bunch of school psychologists, and we, you know, we was doing the damn thing. Okay, but the, the, the T, the gag, Neek, mm-hmm. is that Taraji is implying that she didn't get the money that she is worth for that role of Suge Avery. And people are looking at Oprah with the side eye because this is Oprah's baby. And Oprah, mm-hmm. okay, it's, Oprah said she didn't do nothing. Oprah and Taraji, but you could, I'm, I'm a part of this, Nika. People saw TikTok when they were at an event, Oprah and Taraji, and the body language between the two was um, cold, right? Like that you could see the tension. And so people are, and then Taraji has, and, several interviews during this um, interview run for the color purple, she keeps implying that she's not being paid enough that black actresses haven't been for ever. And again, people are looking at Oprah like, you got all these billions and you can't pay people with their worth. Thought, first of all, this is alleged, it's speculation, all of the above. But what's y'all thought? I see what she just said, how this fact behind Louis Vuitton had it hand-delivered to her front door. So, I mean, she just kissed and made up, right? With that Louis. <laughs> She's like, oh, she did it. This is from sister, or mother, or auntie Oprah, or some crap she called her. I'm looking like, that is a nice yeah. Louis Vuitton bag, but uh, how much is it worth? That's what pants do. That's what pants do. Yeah. They buy you gifts for you. They buy you gifts for you shut up. Come on now. What? Oh, he is Oprah. the biggest. Yeah. Over is, is the pound. Yeah. Okay, Taraji is the biggest what? She's the biggest name in the movie. She should be paid okay. what she's worth. Her her she's won awards, she's had the nominations, I mean you know, it's it's no you know. That's true, Tamika. That's true, Neek. And to the listeners, I agree with you. However, comma, some people's argument is that you saw what you were gonna be paid when you signed the contract. So if you aren't happy with the why then on the other side after post production, after the stuff is in the theaters you go to come crying during the interviews and 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 complaining once things are said and done. And but the other part is, um, I agree with that part. But I, I'm team Taraji because H U, you know. Uh, but the uh, <laughs> okay, this so let let me say this. Okay, I did not. So the interview where she she made those comments. Um, a lot of black actresses feel the same way she does. It has been said before. Um, it's not anything new. So it definitely is true. Um, and it seemed to me that in answering the questions, like she wanted to hit on it, but she, she kind of just had to let it go. Like it wasn't really something she wanted to 
just put it all out there, but it was like, you know what, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? And I don't think it's necessarily, it's not just about Oprah. It's just about the industry as a whole. Yeah. And the way that the black woman is underpaid. Um, She has had too many accolades to even have to, she shouldn't have to audition for anything. Just like when you want Will Smith in a movie, it's twenty million off the break. It don't matter what's going on. You know what I'm saying? So she's she's made a name for herself where she shouldn't have to be scraping for anything. Um, but Oprah is, is worth two two billion dollars. You know? And yeah. I felt bad that she spoke up because I'm like, damn, I hope they don't try to do her like they did Monique. You know? Monique didn't want to play the game, and they blackballed her. So it's like, okay, I said what I said, but let me, I got to play nice now before I don't have a career at all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Monique said this yep. stuff a long time ago, and a lot of people are siding with Taraji currently. Um, Gabrielle Union is one person who spoke up on, on her behalf. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and what part about it that really touched me was when Taraji has said that, you know, that black women are underpaid for their roles compared to white women. Let me make that delineation. Mm-hmm. She looked over at Daniel Brooks, who also is in The Color Purple, and she said, and if, if I don't fight for them, then what the fuck am I doing this for? And she just busted out crying. And that's the part where I really felt it because Danielle Brooks is mm-hmm. under, you know, he stands on Taraji's shoulder, so to speak, right? So I, I really did feel that. I felt that. I love that she's being honest. And this is not Taraji's first time saying this. Again, I've been watching these interviews. You know, she's been saying this stuff for years and getting emotional yeah. behind it. Uh, but, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, shout out to um, Ali, who is the producer for the show, he gave us an extra 30 minutes in case we run over. He put us on for an hour and a half. I like that he did that because he probably was listening and said, okay, they they going over. Let me get them extra 30 minutes in case they need it. So we now Aww. can be on the air yeah, up to an hour and 30 minutes if we go over. And uh, I, w- I want to also say thank you to him because last week it said um, intro info, happy birthday, Makisha, like on the like the the um, show title. That was cute. So thanks. Shout out to Ali. Shout out to the JK. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Who yeah. is Ali? Is is he married? You would have to ask him. I don't know. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, well Ali, if you're listening, are you married? Thank you. <laughs> Wow. We appreciate your, your, your <laughs> kindness. And we have gratitude for that extra 30. Thank you. Tim, you already got Tim, you already say, got are you married? Go, say, girl. Say what? Hello? Say what? You got somebody. You, you said I got somebody. Yeah, now you acting like a lecturer. Baby, I, I'm, I'm special. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't get that. Could you repeat that? <laughs> Sorry, didn't get that. I'm single till I'm till I'm not. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Neek, I see the reason why you're being so quiet. I know you got the interview on. I know that you're engaged. Uh-uh. You're loving it. No, 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 no. I'm sitting here because I thought Taraji received the Louis V. It was actually Fantasia. Now they see why she didn't get Taraji LV first, too. I'm like, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Fantasia but I'm also seeing it online where they said that they squashed the rumors and they're not battling. Her and Oprah, so I don't know. No, I don't. I don't think they beefing like that, but just yeah. Mm-hmm. And it could be damage mm-hmm. control because it, it could be damage yeah. control because everybody started saying there is tension between Taraji and Oprah. You could see they started posting each other and the love that they have for one another. And further, mm-hmm. Taraji's about to be on Oprah. Oprah's about to interview Taraji. If you look, she got a picture with her. So it's just really funny to watch it play out because I think something did happen because you could just see kind of the trajectory of how they try to do damage control in a real professional, classy way in the in a true Oprah thing. Yeah, Oprah don't do no negative stuff. So mm-mm, she ain't having that. So she's also going to pay you that little, she's going to pay you that, Nominal fee for your role as Shug, and you gonna get the fuck out her face, okay? <laughs> I mean, who who else could have played who who else played the part? I mean, let's just be real. I mean, you know what I'm saying? She gave us the cookie line. I mean, please, mm-mm. And she just said she fired all her whole team that she had when she was on Empire when she didn't get that contract renewed. Uh, she said, oh, y'all got to go. <laughs> got to go. Yeah. Yes, she did. Mm-hmm. Yes, she did. Yeah. And I have, I don't know, some criticisms about that because I feel like people should be given a chance or a warning or something. Firing the whole team is just really uh, no nonsense and, and kind of cutthroat, but you know what I'm saying? I think that somebody should. That's when you before you get a final write up, you get a, a verbal, you get a written. They give you a ninety day probate, what, a ninety day period, grace period to <laughs> prove yourself or redeem yourself. <laughs> that's, what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like people got families to feed, and sometimes people just didn't know. I mean, out of ignorance, and sometimes people should be given a, a chance. The Bible says, "Turn the other cheek." So, but yeah, but anyway, we don't that's, we don't look out. For our own, you know. I mean, you know what I'm saying. Like the Jewish community or the Asians, like they, they not if, if they going if you gonna get canceled, it's it's if they look out for each other. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. We cancel Christmas on everybody. Jonathan Major, you know what I'm saying. Just boom. <laughs> we don't even try to. Be like, hey, hey, oh, you might want want to do that, and you might want to cut her loose. You wasn't even married to this chick, and she destroyed your career. How does that happen? Mm-hmm. Come on, man, no. Mm-mm. But I don't you know, know you, you. But the thing about it is, you got to be the change that you want to see in the world. So if you think that we, as black people, don't look out for each other in the way that Jewish and Hispanics do. What are we doing? But I can say for you, Tamika, as a personal friend of mine, unique as a personal friend of mine, 
and us that we do try to uh, move the needle and help out people who are who look like us. Definitely, but it's behind closed doors and publicly, and that's important because it starts with you. What difference are you making? Can't control everybody. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. And I'll tell you something. I got a couple of um, people in my life who I feel are um, they love white people a little, a little. They need to. Oh, I hate to say it like that, but they're black. And they're just like, oh, I just want to be in corporate America because white people make the money, and I just want to be alongside them. I'm like, careful, you know, don't don't be cooning, don't be. I understand mm-hmm. what you're saying in theory, but don't be don't be, be doing that. Oh, white person, white person, that we're here too. Look out for us, and we're successful too. Oh, but she said she, they was like, oh, but it, you um, if you just stay in a black world, you will reach a ceiling. And it, but if you go, you know, with white people, it's no telling how high you can go. And I was just like, okay, stop cooning. But that's part of it. Well, then, Asia, <laughs> in those small little cabins, in those smaller areas where they go bust their head, or are they in real in the real world? Because I mean, most of them have glass ceilings. You don't, you understand what I'm saying? We are limitless. So how they go, what gave them that persona that if they worked for a black organization that they go hit a ceiling and they can't do the same thing with a white organization? Because they the one developed and created the glass ceiling effect. But, Nick, I mean, look at, um, I don't know, I'll give you an example of what they meant. Like Nicki Minaj, if she would have just stayed as a street rapper, She's going to hit a ceiling because you're only reaching the black audience, only appealing to the black audience to to reach the, and she's doing really, really good right now, to reach the levels that she reached. You, you have to cross over, is what they call it, and appeal to not just us, but white people, like the, you know, the, the masses. But you can do you that. I mean, up. look at Tech 9 He's been in the game. He's still independent. He ain't never signed to no label. Look at Spice. Mm-hmm. Spice is not even signed to no label. She internationally known, travel everywhere. There's a lot of independent artists out there that's doing the darn thing. You know what I'm saying? Even what was that boy named Taraji? No, not what's the boy named that um, got shot in his car in Miami? Young rapper. She say XX who? Whatever. He was independent. So there, that's not true. It don't apply to everything. They got to think outside the box. Mm. They got to be okay. like uh, Jeff, Jeff, Jeffy Smollett. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, uh, <laughs> in what regard, friend? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> We got this. You got that programming. Yeah, 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 yeah. I uh, I just again careful with. It's nothing wrong with loving whoever you want, but when I feel like you are down talking us as black people and and giving white white people too much glory and putting us down. Oh, I, I don't want to hang around Pookie and Ray Ray too much. Boom, I got to go over here with Becky and um, Brad and then boom, boom. all right now, you know. Yeah, I'm not doing that. I'm not giving them no love. 
Not dating no white man? No. Mm-mm. Nope. I don't want to, I don't, I don't even want to give you that. I mean, it wasn't that much, that long ago that we was under their yeah. thumb, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, mm-mm, I can't do it. And, and I don't, and I damn sure don't want nobody in my bed sweating like no wet dog with that hair. Like, I no. Whoa. Not all of them smell mm-hmm. like white dogs. Let me ask you a question, Pam. Have you ever yeah. been with a white person? No. Okay. I just want to say, because I have, and they don't always smell like that, because, no. <laughs> but look at what you said. They don't always smell like So at some point, they do. Is, yeah, is that not correct? I don't know. Cause <laughs> it depends on who we're talking about, right? <laughs> Well, all I know is when it rains in D.C. and you get on that metro line, oh, it smells God. like canine. It's okay? Not, okay. It's because they got the canines yeah. at home and they, and they gave them hugs and kisses before they left all this. <laughs> that, no, no, ma'am. No. no. <laughs> I can't catch a break tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Black people got cats and dogs too, and we do not smell like um little but they stolen. No ma'am, not never. Me <laughs> yeah, I mean, touche. Like uh, Chris Rock say, touche, nigga, touche. Okay, guys. I smell. I smell like herbal we we gonna we gonna have some special guests coming up. I got some lined up um, in the next couple of weeks. Some of them have been referrals, so thank you to the people who said, "Hey, I think this will be a good guest for you guys." And Ooh. I'm excited because these are young people like that are that have so much promise, and I can't wait to pick their brains and just really encourage them. But on that note, before we get out of here, do you guys have any announcements of any kind, or are we? Are we good? You gonna bless us on out of here? What are we doing? Um. So I wanna um, if we can have like past guests like then and now, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, sure. Like somebody that was up and coming, like that boy that was running for the bus. Like I wanna know where he at. Oh my god! He 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 the boy that was running to get on the bus when he was trying to do the interview. I must have missed that one. Oh, no, you was here. Mm-hmm. The boy oh, running to get the bus on the interview. He was riding, he was riding the bus. Yes, he was like, okay, I'm sorry, y'all. Hold on, hold on. I got He was running for the bus. So I, so I was going to die. I was like, oh, like for real? <laughs> I think I think he was from Philly or something or Jersey. I don't know. We gotta do it. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I need an update. Okay. Are y'all trying to I, find? I him? need to know. I need to know where he at. <laughs> what you doing? Okay. He probably driving for Lyft now. 
So that's, that's I gotta work on that. I gotta find him and I gotta bring some guests from the past and get an update on them. Okay. You got it, Tam. I'll try to find him. Yeah. It's a priority. <laughs> and then we'll go from there. And and what's who changed that? Who? My dad? Mm-hmm. He said two chains. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anybody want to show? Two chains will be at the sports and learning complex on Monday <laughs> in the pool. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I said it, Daddy. Oh my God. You're going to go in time out. Keep that up. You're going in the corner in time out. Yeah. Oh yeah. Twenty twenty four. Tamika, you're yeah. crazy. Okay. Okay, so that Tamika, that's Tamika's announcement. Thank you, Tamika, for your announcement. Nick, do you have mm-hmm. anything? Yeah, I'm still stuck on what I mean, I'm trying to get ready for my birthday. You just celebrated yours, and I want to hear about how yours went, either now or the next show, whatever. And oh, I'm yeah. waiting for mine mm-hmm. to come up on the 19th. Wait, a 19th for what? Akira, we both Capricorns. She the beginning, oh, I'm the tear end hey. of it. My best my birthday is the 19th. Really? See, good people. Yes. <laughs> All the Capricorns. Yay. Gang, gang. Mm-hmm. gang, gang. I love yeah. it. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Where, where Big Brother at? I don't know. He I the, think he had to talk to He waiting for his hot plate, girl. He in line at the damn truck waiting for the hot plate. <laughs> That's a hot plate. <laughs> Tell the taco man. He said he got to watch some fixing now. He got to keep that eye on the prize and make sure they got no golden fries <laughs> on that hot plate. <laughs> and let him know that since he works for the largest reseller in America, I need some salt notice by the head. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> He put the order in. He gonna put it. In. He gonna send it to the front door, girl. <laughs> I'm not going in that break in that break room. Too many things happen back there. <laughs> Me be outside. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we outside, Michael Gay. We outside. Oh, you have to catch you outside. How about that? <laughs> I got to meet you at the food truck. Whatever we doing. Whatever we got. Meet at the food truck. Meet at the food truck. Get the hot plate, too. <laughs> he said, I spent two hours waiting for my food. You was a damn fool. They gave me some mm-hmm. ribs without no barbecue sauce. They gave me some fries without no ketchup. Some sweet tea without the sugar. <laughs> so, steak without the milk. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! I'm sorry, Makita. I know that's I know that's your brother. My, my, my but he wild. 
my father said, well, Big Brother, come on here. He can't get a word in edgewise. So he ain't going to control. <laughs> you can't. Tell your daddy to say that yeah. again. Rewind. Rewind. No. Do the remix. Now, now, listen, now. Okay, but what I'm saying is I have my own radio show. And so I'm going to come on your show and tell you that I'm going to do all the talking. Thank you. But, you know, I got to say this real quick. Let me say this real quick, and then I'm going to shut my mouth up. So, um... It's real quick, me a whole damn out. No, I was talking. Don't don't interrupt me. Hello. Oops. I'm going back on mute. <laughs> I wasn't finished my point. We got we got point, we got fifteen more minutes. Sis, let me say this real quick, sis. Sis, let me say this real quick. Then I'm gonna set my mouth up. <laughs> <laughs> Big brother, big brother, no, big brother, no, big brother, no, big. Oh gosh, this has been a, this, you guys, this has been fun. He, he's like, you can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> that is the highlight of my weekend. To me, big brother is the one that's single. I don't know if, I, why you ain't asked about big brother? What's your name? You said it's our least single. Big brother is a man too, and he's handsome, and he, you know, what I'm saying he's smart. He got everything you're looking for in a man. Why you don't, you know, he's just older than you. What mm-hmm. I mean, it's the catch. Because I, cause I'm not gonna be able to get a word in edgewise. <laughs> we gotta be able to communicate. Ali, <laughs> listen. He gave you more <laughs> more minutes. He gave you more minutes on your phone. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he gave you some extra nights and weekend minutes. Oh if I get with Mike, Mike going to use all the minutes up. <laughs> how do how you use up all your free nights and weekends? It's the last show. Key left him on the phone. I mean, we had to ran out the show. She don't got out the phone and <laughs> Mike was still talking. Since you still listening. You you understand what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm gonna get my keys. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna get my keys. I thought we wrapped up the show. Girl, that <laughs> thing kept talking and talking to that. I guess the computer got tired of hearing him talking and said, "Thank you for calling. <laughs> Good night." <laughs> You're listening to Blog Talk Radio. Goodbye. <laughs> You said the thing right now. That is so done. Oh. Y'all play like all of you. All of you. Oh, we did what? Man. We in a place. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That That is very true. Yeah, bring, bring them back. I need to talk to Sergeant Slaughter and the other lady. What's her name? <laughs> Who Janet? Yeah, Janet. Janet and Officer Crenshaw. Janet Jackie and Sergeant Officer Crenshaw in a minute. I know we gotta bring Officer Crenshaw back. Yeah, yeah. 
He long-winded, so yeah, bring him back on. He like, how y'all doing, ladies? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just talking. I think he might have been a pimp back in the day. Uh, yeah. Damn, 2 chains was a pimp back in the day. Yeah, I, I see. My, my daddy he had to quit. That, he had to quit that profession. He need to quit while you're ahead. That's I knew. I knew he was a pet when he put that purple suit on. I know, mm-hmm. and he he be so tan. He literally, when he goes to church and he forgets to take a picture for me to send to you, he's like, dang, I forgot to send this to take a picture of myself so you can send it to Tan so she can hate. He said so she can hate. See? He always say just. Hate on me. Mm-mm. It's not hate. He, he gets very mad when he doesn't have a picture to show you. Yeah. He likes. He, so he likes only, the band. Print, only Prince can pull it off. Mm-hmm. Not we're not doing that no more. It's too too chronic. What they call it? Uh, what do you what you want? You all one color. Yeah, uh, chroma, chromatic. I don't know. I forgot the word. Purple shoes, purple shirt, purple shoes. I'm purpled out. That's that's a clean bama right there. The color purple. Yeah. Pepper. Oh Mister, I'm gonna have... call him. Guys, we're gonna go. This has been real. Hopefully, you enjoy, you enjoyed. Let's talk about the current topic and join us next week for more foolishness, fun, and um, fantastic times. I'm Makisha, joined by Queen of Hearts and Tamika, and we'll be back next week. Same bad time, same bad channel. Have a nice week. Bye-bye. Good night. Bye. You know. <laughs>